0: Hello, and welcome to The Blooming Geriatric. My name is Tato Bloom. Mm, trigger alert for today's episode. I'm going to be talking about death. So if you're super sensitive, I want you to take a little breath and um, prepare yourself. I mean, it is that deep. We're talking about death, all right? Listen, I think about death all the time. All the damn time. I think about my own death. I think about the deaths of people I love, like family members. I think about my friends' deaths. I think about celebrity deaths, like everyone, like the entire world, colleagues, everyone I come across, I probably have thought about their death. That's how much I think about death, right? Um, Like for example, celebrities. Clint Eastwood. How old is Clint Eastwood? I think about his death all the time. He's 93. I'm like, goodness, um, you know, social media is going to be a buzz one day soon with his death. Sorry to his family to say something like this. But this is coming from like a pragmatic and realist me and not like a cruel and ill-intentioned me. I mean, I'm neither suicidal nor am I homicidal. Um, So you're safe from me (laughs) regarding your life. It's not going to end because of me. But I do think about um, it ending. Yours, mine, everyone that we know and, and so forth. I mean, for example, just yesterday... I was hanging out with some friends of mine, telling them exactly what I'm telling you now, how often I think about death. And, you know, we had a little discussion about it. And and this morning, I woke up to news that one of our friends or someone that I know has lost a loved one. There's a family right now that is grieving a family that I know that is grieving the loss of one of them. And this, I mean, it's, it, it was so weird because we had just had this very discussion yesterday. And this morning to wake up to those horrible news of the passing of this particular person was just like, wow, the previous week, um, there was, Somebody else had passed away that I know, that I know from childhood, whose um, sister is actually kind of like a friend of mine or someone that I know that I randomly chat with on WhatsApp once in a while. So, I mean, it's real. It's real. And all of us have probably, there's a high probability that we have been impacted personally by death, that we have lost someone very close to us, right? So, uh, of course, I think about death all the time. So, I mean, why do I think about death as much as I do? Well, because it's a certainty for all of us. Um, There's no way to avoid it. It's certain. So, it's something that I just wonder about. I mean, one could argue, you know, death is so morbid, why would you think that much about death, why don't you rather think about, like, your wedding? Babe, like, <laughs> my wedding is not guaranteed to happen. <laughs> it is not. Um And it's not something that I... I mean, it would be nice, but it's it's not really something that I am planning at the moment. Um But my death is certain. It's 100% going to happen. So I'd rather spend time thinking about something with certainty than something that I'm uncertain about. Do you get what I mean? I told you I'm 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 real, I'm a realist and I'm very practical. So that's where that's coming from. And also, I mean, being a geriatric, obviously the older you grow and the more people around you die. I mean, that's just a fact of life. That's probability, you know? Um, the more people around you die, the older you grow. So as you grow older, death happens all the damn time. And I can't therefore not think about it. I mean, when I was 21, obviously there were far fewer people that I knew that were dying as opposed to now. Now, every week or every other week, there's someone that I know that's died. So of course I'm going to think about it more because it's something that happens a whole lot more than it used to in the past. Right. Um, I mean, we'd be hanging out somewhere, a group of us, a group of friends, people that I know we would be having fun, partying, drinking, joking around. And I'd look at every single person there and I'd be like, Hmm, I wonder who's going to die next out of this group of people. Like it's not even, I don't wish your death. I just wonder out of all of us sitting here, is this the last time we seeing one of us here? And I'm not excluded from who it's going to be next. I mean, it could very well be me. I could be the one dropping dead the next day, you know? Um. So I do, I do look at all of us when we are hanging around and I'm like, who is it going to be? I hope nothing happens to anyone sitting here. But if it does, who is it going to be? And of course, I have. there's no way of knowing who it's going to be. I mean, I'm not God. Um, but I just, I can't help wondering when I'm hanging out with people. I find it absolutely fascinating when I start to think like that. I am fascinated by the possibilities. And I mean, is it a pointless exercise? Probably, you know, to be looking at people and thinking, hmm, I wonder if you're going to drop dead next. But it's something I can't help doing. And I do do it. So (laughs) I'm sorry. And I'm not trivializing death. Um, I respect life and i respect death just as much so when i'm looking at you and we are having a, a a very interesting discussion about inflation or whatever it is that we're talking about and in the back of my mind i'm thinking mm, is this the last time that i'm talking to you it's not because i have ill will against you it's just one of those things that i do that I decided to, to record and talk about today in today's episode, you know, my thoughts on, on death. And I mean, to go back to the 93-year-old, at 93, right, surely most, if not all of your friends are dead and you're the only one left, right? How sad is that? Imagine all that trauma, um, all the friends that you've lost again a- along the way all the companions, the family members, and you're 93, and you're like, you know, I don't know what 93-year-olds think, but if I was 93, I would be like, God, I'm ready. Now is the time I've suffered so much um, trauma and loss that I would like to rest now. Uh, There's nothing that I want to go through anymore, particularly, um, you know, regarding death I mean imagine being 93 year old and watching your 60 year old children all like dying how horrible is that it's terrible the older you get the closer you get to your own death that's just logical and it's probability and the same can be said for all your friends now that they're older every single day is a day closer to your death think about it you know so that, I think that's, that's, um, that's one of the reasons why I think about death as much as I do. Now, when thinking about death, I don't just think about death. Well, I do. But I also think about how. How I, in particular, am going to die. Don't you think about that all the time? Okay, maybe I'm just like, such a weirdo, which is not a bad thing, being a weirdo, you know. I think about how I'm going to go. Is it going to be a short illness? You know, am I going to contract meningitis today and three days later I'm going to be dead? I think, is it going to be a freak accident? Am I going to, like, go on holiday and as I'm doing an activity, bungee jumping, the cord is going to snap and I'm going to, like, fall to my death? Am I going to get murdered, you know? Is it going to be painful? Am I going to suffer a long illness, um, get really thin and die? I do think about the how, you know, because I've already thought about death. Might as well think about how it's going to happen to me. Um, As to what I prefer, that doesn't even count or matter because I don't have a choice as to the how and the when i just know that it's going to happen period so i don't i don't really think about the when too much and the how but i i of course i do a little bit think about the how you know um pain i don't think dying is painful like at all i think what's painful is what happens just before death. For example, if I were to be murdered, and obviously there would have to be someone there with me, murdering me, I think I would go through extreme pain. And that pain is fear. The f- the immediate body response, fear of dying, you know, begging the person not to kill me perhaps, or whatever the case is but the moment the moments leading to death i think are painful i don't think death itself is painful do you know what i mean um like you read about people being killed all the time in the newspaper being tortured and killed do you ever imagine the amount of fear and panic that must have been going through their minds and their bodies just moments before they actually died i think about that i think about the fear and the panic if someone has been reported as having drowned the panic to breathe underwater that that pain that they went through because panic is pain so that's what i think about when i when i you know think about painful death But the actual separation, I think, of yourself from your earthly body, I I don't think that's painful, you know. Um, What do you think about it? You know. Um, And also the reason I think the death part of it or the separation of body and soul isn't painful is because I know that there is a God and that God is not cruel you know and i i don't even want to continue down this rabbit hole because i am an incessant thinker and i can be obsessed with a topic and go on and on and on and on so i mean i just don't even want to continue down this rabbit hole of the how you know so i'm going to i'm going to move on to what i often also think about is that I think about the dead in other ways as well. Like, for example, immediately after death, what happens? Are there people on the other side that receive you? Because you know you've read these stories or heard these stories of people that had near-death experiences and they tell you that they saw their father or their grandfather receiving them. Do you get what I mean? Is there a group of people designated to receive you after you cross over? You know, um, to welcome you and sort of orientate you into this afterlife. Also, when I think about the dead and how the dead communicate, I'm like, hmm, is there speech in the afterlife? Like, do they talk to each other? Or is there like nonverbal communication that only the dead understand? You know, like what does communication look like for the dead? I think about those things. I mean, we know here on earth that there are mediums, there are psychics, sangomas, etc. who can interpret the language of the dead. So I specifically want to know what is that language, you know? How do they communicate? Are there relationships in the afterlife, like between a mother and her children um, and her husband and whatnot? Are there relationships in the afterlife? Is there an afterlife? Another rabbit hole that I believe I can get stuck in for days and weeks if uh, I don't watch myself. So I don't know. What are your opinions? Are there relationships in the afterlife? What is the communication look like in the afterlife? Is there an afterlife that I think um, I'm a Christian? So yes, there is an afterlife, but for someone else who isn't and has different beliefs, maybe there isn't an afterlife. I mean, some people believe in reincarnation, for example, you know, I mean, we. I'm not dead. You're not dead. I guess we'll have to wait to know all of these things. But I can't help but wonder. And they do say, excuse the pun, but curiosity killed the cat. Anyway, so back to earth. Um, the other day at, at my workplace, when I was having one of these thinking about death incessantly days, a group of financial advisors just happened to like appear. On the floor. They always walk the floor like a few times a month looking for new business, looking to cross sell and upsell insurance products, right? On that particular day, when I was fixated with thoughts of death, they appeared. I was like, oh my goodness, what is this? So I decided usually when they're like, do you need something? Do you need to upgrade your life cover, your funeral cover? I'm like, no, please go away, leave me alone. But on that day, I invited one of those financial advisors to sit down so we can look at my portfolio of products that I have, death-related products. Well, they call it life cover, you know. They call it funeral cover, but is it not just death cover? Anyway, semantics. So I I had a look at my portfolio and I looked at the products and the things that I had taken out in preparation for my death and I upgraded a few things, took out a quote on this and, you know, so I'm in conversation with a financial advisor about those sorts of things. I would encourage you, my dear geriatric, to take your hand, your head rather, out of the sand and start facing reality and realities that you're going to die And you don't know when. And you don't want to leave your loved ones, you know, absolutely destitute. So you might want to start building your own insurance portfolio of live products. And let me tell you something. Do it today. Do it right now. Because you have no idea, none of us do, of when we are going to depart. Right? Where I work... I literally work and sit a hundred meters away from this department called Wills, Trusts, and Estates. I have never visited those people. But let me tell you something, and I will report back on this. I'm going to, I've set an appointment up to see the Wills, Trusts, and Estates people. It is important that your affairs are in order. You can't say, oh, I'll do it when I'm 50. Who said you're going to make it to 50, my love? I'll do it when I'm 65. (laughs) My love, there are 25-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 35-year-olds who die every day. Blooming geriatrics like yourself drop dead every single day. So on that, I would just say, don't, don't, um, postpone it any longer because the longer you postpone it, the more likely it is that it's never going to be done. Um, and then everything is a mess when you're dead, you know, death at a funeral, when it's just a mess, people are fighting over this, that, and the other. Make it clear today. Make your intention known today, what you would like to happen to whatever things that you have in this life assets, Um, cash and things like that, right? So how detailed are you going to get on planning your own death? I mean, we're not talking suicide here, just like let that go. But you do need to plan your death and your funeral. Um, I'm even thinking of writing my own eulogy, picking my funeral picture, you know, that's going to go in the church or the hall or the whatever venue, picking the picture for the funeral program, picking a few hymns and a few speakers. And my speakers, I want to even speak to my speakers while I'm alive and say, you know, uh, I would like you to speak at my funeral. And that's going to be so weird when I do that. But if you are in my life, prepare for the day soon that I'm going to come to you and we're going to have this discussion. Sorry about that if it like triggers you, but we need to have these discussions. I mean, I'm thinking of even going as far as to go for like a professional photo shoot for my picture, you know, and maybe even going to have it taken... um, Every year or every two years just to like keep it updated, you know, that I'm, I'm even considering that. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so my biggest worry when it comes to my own death, um, is leaving my children. I mean, I don't fear death itself. I fear leaving my children motherless. Which is why when I pray, I pray that God keeps me for their sake. Not even for mine. I mean, I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm aight. Um, You know, I pray that he keeps me for their sake. Because I honestly think that there's nothing worse than growing up without a mother. Fathers are very important. But you know what I mean. There's nothing quite as painful as growing up without a mother. My youngest is almost four, and me dying today would devastate me. Which brings me to my next thought. Do the dead mourn their own deaths? I think about this question all the time. Do they weep for their children? Like, I'm in the afterlife now, I'm dead, my grandmother has received me. Am I now allowed a moment to cry for my motherless children? You know, I don't don't know. Do the dead mourn the unrealized goals and accomplishments that they never got to live out? Do the dead mourn their own deaths? Is there such a thing? I think about that too, all the time, so i um I do think about death all the time, whether my own or those close to me or even strangers like celebrities and the reason I think about it is because we can't prevent it. I mean, obviously, there are things that you can do to prolong your life, like eating healthy. You know, getting to know your family history, the health history, going for your cancer checks, you know, getting a pap smear once a year, um, exercising, just to like look after yourself. There are things that you can do, limiting your alcohol and drug use, taking precautions, you know, with your behavior, don't drink and drive, use a condom when you're having sex, like those kinds of things. So that you can prolong your life, right? And that's really all you can do regarding that. So what are some of the things that you think about regarding death? Do you think about death? Are you as fixated on death as I am? I I don't know if fixated is, is even the right word. I'm just like, you know, a cross between fixated and anxious, is where I would like put it, you know. I'd like to leave you with a few thoughts. Remember that death is not the end of life. It's part of it. That's something you must always keep in mind. It's not the end. It's a part thereof. Also, something that you will realize or that you've realized already if you've ever grieved for anybody And you need to listen to this. Honey, the world does not stop for your grief. This is something when I was grieving someone that I lost, I quickly realized the world does not stop for your grief. I'll leave you with with a quote from Oprah Winfrey. And she says, death happens to teach us about life. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Blooming Geriatric. Um, I'm glad and I'm so happy and blessed that you take the time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Whether you agree with it or not, you know, this is just another perspective outside of your own that you get to experience, right? Please follow me on the socials, on Facebook. It's the, Bloom- the Blooming Geriatric. On Instagram, theblooming underscore geriatric. And if you want to send me an email about whatever, it's geriatric at gmail.com. And like with all the others, this episode was made with love. Thank you so much. And we'll hang out next time very soon. Bye.